Coming up this week, we take Twisted Metal head-on, we wrap up our Neo Geo discussion, and can Factor 5 possibly fix Lair? Probably not, but we're going to talk about it anyway. All that including your emails this week on the PlayStation Nation podcast. Get back! Strikes again. It's episode 48 of the PlayStation Nation podcast, brought to you by Malibu and Pineapple, actually. I've had a few of those tonight. As usual, uh, we actually just have the regular lineup tonight. We actually just have Jared and Mark, but hey, that's more than enough, isn't it? Yes. How you doing, guys? Good. I'm doing all right. I'm Except tired. I just got a nice little present. You what, Jared? I got a nice little present from Microsoft. Somebody farted in your face? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about okay. it later. Get it over with. What right. do you probably want to talk about and what I haven't been playing yet? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Microsoft. <laughs> Fuck you right in the ass. Wow. You're going to be taking off their Christmas list now. I was on their Christmas if, list? If only people would buy more Zunes, they could afford better packaging. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, uh, we actually have a lot to talk about as usual, so uh, we'll just kick it right off and go into the emails. And uh, this first one, I'm so stoked that we actually got this. Uh, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, and we actually got an email back from the guy. So um, <clears throat> here we go, and it says, hey guys, just started listening to your podcast a few episodes ago, and I've really been enjoying it. I was listening to the podcast, or to podcast episode 46, and you mentioned me and the fact that I was a commercial fisherman in Alaska living in Seattle during the off-season, as I mentioned in the VGEVO forum's intros. Uh, he goes by Heat Miser. <laughs> That's a cool name. Uh, <laughs> that actually is one, que- awesome. <laughs> one question. I was talking to a friend of mine, Edgar Hansen, of the FV Northwestern from the Deadliest Catch show, and he told me there was a Deadliest Catch video game due out this spring, though it was not directly affiliated with the Discovery Channel show, so it could be called something else. Uh, Have you guys heard any such news? Thanks for your time. Uh, P.S. I didn't initially understand the Torgo reference until I heard you say Master would be pleased and thought back to watching MST3K a couple of years ago. Manos the Hands of Fate, right? Classic movie. My favorite MST3K episode is Puma Man, starring starring the great Donald Pleasance. It's a must-see. Yes, it is. And actually, what he's talking about is a little bit of this. Yeah, that's right. The Master would approve. (laughs) Oh my I finally Lord. found a good version of this. We're just going to let it run all day. You're a nerd. <laughs> all right. Yeah. No. Manos <laughs> is up there. I take care of the place when the master's away. <laughs> so anyway. Manos is good, but if you're talking about the best MST3K episode, one word. Don't go there, Jared. Ega. No, you're so wrong. I God. am not wrong. Nerd fight. Uh, how, many, how many episodes of that show have you seen, Jared? Really? Uh... Probably a lot. I've seen at least 40. Yeah, there's a lot. 40? You know there's probably about 500 episodes? Well, I'm sorry. I didn't... Gr- I, I, I wasn't Actually, it's not 500, but it's movie. a lot more than that. No, probably the one of the best ones is still Mitchell, which is actually the episode that Joel left. Um, and it's not awesome because he left. It was actually very sad, but it was awesome because it was the first of 
two Joe Don Baker movies that they did, and it was the introduction of Mike, and just all of the Joe Don Baker jokes got to the point where he's still pissed off at them to this day. <laughs> and uh, Joe Don Baker is pissed you, off at MST3K. Oh, yeah. He hates the guys on that show because of the rips that he took. And then he was in another episode later on that they ripped on him just as well. But Mitchell, you have to see. Uh, Manos the Hands of Fate is still one of the best ones just because it's such a god-awful movie in its own right. But what they did with that movie and, and actually created that Torgo character on the show itself. But, awesome. Um, you need to see Mitchell. Mitchell is by far way better than Ega. I mean, Ega is great. Watch out for snakes. But, uh, yeah, you need to see Mitchell. Mittens. Anyway, okay, so I'll, we'll I'll, get back I'll to the email. Ch- I'll check out Mitchell later. <laughs> Nerd tangent. Mitchell is on DVD, by the way. So, okay, cool. uh, he he says that there's going to be a Deadliest Catch video game. I I don't think I saw anything about yeah, that. But I've heard nothing. Maybe that'll be the introduction of the Dreamcast Fisherman's uh, accessory again. Ooh, the controller. That, well, no, actually, they got Sega Bass get... Fishing coming out on Wii. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it'll probably look almost as good as the Dreamcast version. Hey, the Dreamcast version looked pretty good, actually. Yeah, it it did. did. But I think it is like well, the same thing. Here's, here's the problem with the Deadliest Catch game. You'd have to spend half your money getting the licensing rights to uh, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. God, I hope they don't. <laughs> I've heard that song quite enough in a rock band already. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, the master would approve. And I agree, Puma Man's awesome, too. Puma Man is, is very good. Puma? Puma? All right, number two, I think Mark's going to be doing this one. Sure, why not? It says, hey, Glenn, Jared, and Mark, Ease TK, is it E-A-Z or just Ease TK? I don't know. Ease TK? From Australia here, member of VG Evo. Your podcast is awesome, by the way, and kicks Beyond's ass. I agree. Beyond! You guys are so much beyond them! Oh, God. Wait a second, from now on, no more Beyond's. (laughs) Okay. You started it! <laughs> I know. And you ended I'm drunk. it. Hey, you guys seem to actually want to do the podcast every week, which makes the podcast more fun to listen to. Well, I'd hope so. Wow, I'm I'm that good an actor? <laughs> and all three of us actually own a PS3, so... That's hey, true. Imagine that. <laughs> Owning the systems that you talk about? For shame. Never! <laughs> anyway, I have a question for you guys. Just wondering what type of themes or settings you would like to see that really haven't been done or done well in a video game. Ga- in a video game, Assassin's Creed tried with its setting, but the repetitive sort of or, or repetitiveness sort of overshadowed the rest of the game's originality, which made me dislike it and traded it once I passed it. So, what setting do you guys think would kick ass in the game if it's done well? Thanks for reading. Ease TK out. Seacrest out. <laughs> I would like to play a marine in space. I don't think that's been done nearly enough. Well, it hasn't been done this year. <laughs> to rock. Yeah, actually. Uh, that's not really in space. It's <laughs> No, it's on, on a, a different planet. planet. Yeah, come on. There's space. Lands. I think there's some space in the setting somewhere. And apparently well. not enough dinosaurs for the dinosaur hunter. <laughs> um, I, w- I would like to play... Um, some like 30s noir Chicago. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited for LA noir. I want to see what they do with that if it ever comes out. Yeah, Mafia? I'd like to. S- yeah, Mafia was great. Uh, I'd like to see a game set in feudal Japan that isn't a Dynasty Warriors game. And uh, um, Yakuza Three is coming. Yakuza Three. Exactly. Well, he's going. He's saying un- you, 
un well, I mean, well, yeah. everything's I mean, underused. I mean, there's there's like Way of the Samurai and Yakuza Three. How about Samurai I, Showdown? Well, that's not realistic. Uh, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't really that doesn't really uh, uh, count. Hey, the well's dry here. All right, Torgo, what about you? Uh, I want to see one during the Black Plague era, and it's you trying to defeat the Black Plague and not catch it. Uh. And uh, yeah, it, you, it so uses God of War style button around. combinations. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> it, it can be something like a rhythm game, you know, and and you're just trying to stay away from the plague. And, no, it could be um, like it be it could be like uh, Patapon, like clang, 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 plague, plague, go away. <laughs> sure, sure. Is that more like Parappa? Um, <laughs> except the game would be longer than 45 minutes <laughs> why do you gotta hate on Parappa so much dude it's Parappa me? all I said was it's it's a short game I didn't hate on it you're I, a hater yeah. All right. you're a hater yeah I'm a hater now I got those big t- uh, yeah the, the, the play a hater uh, tires on my on my new truck so I gotta be a hater <laughs> how do you like I'm sorry truck? a hater uh, I'm loving it so far. I actually hooked up the the Bluetooth uh, connectivity, so I was using my truck as a phone today. Hmm. Interesting. I thought phones were supposed to be smaller, and that th- that's a really big phone. That's like side talking. Side talking. Like, I love that site. <clears throat> um, yeah, or else it'd be kind of cool to see maybe something in the Starsky and Hutch era back in the 70s. Hmm. 70s see some New cool York stuff. City. They did that in like driver parallel lines. The first half of it had that vibe. That game kind of. Well, I sucked. want a good game set in that yeah. set in that era, like Interstate seventy six. Remember that game? Oh, I remember Interstate seventy six. That game was badass. That's true. Shoot the guy with a pistol, and uh, if you do it through the side, you know, the, through the side window, and you shoot him with a pistol, the car doesn't blow up. Their head just hits the the, the horn. Nice. So when you were driving around, you just hear the horn going when you get closer to the car. It was awesome. <laughs> What about you, Markadadius? I would like to see more steampunk or steampunk period because there really aren't very many. Like the whole Odyssey. Victorian, you know, steam-powered machine, industrial, industrial revolution, alternate <laughs> history bullshit. There's some, there's some Japanese RPGs. A lot of them that have that kind of vibe. Yeah, that, but we've barely seen like any chronicles. Here. You'd probably really like. Uh, yeah, Shin that Megami one's Tensei, not as Devil much... Summoner Ryu Kazuhara versus the Soulless Army. They got that going on. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you're really into those kind of games. But I actually that, have Steam Chronicles. I've just never played it. <clears throat> but that's a little more floofy. Hmm. All right, JRPG than I want. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right then. Oh, well, hopefully we answered your question a little bit. Yeah. And thanks for writing in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jared. Go to it, my man. Okay. Uh, this next email is from uh, Spurgeon Monroe. I'm sorry if I butchered that. And he says, hey, guys, I subscribed to the show on iTunes about three months ago, and I have loved every episode. You guys add something special to the community. Keep up the good work. I have two questions for you guys. The first is, around E3 last year, I saw a trailer for a game called Eight Days. I've not heard anything about the game since then and was wondering if you guys have heard anything else or is the title dead? The second question is with the recent announcement from Netflix and Best Buy going blue, can we finally get Paramount and Universal to get off the wall and go blue so I can finally laugh in the face of my Xbox 360 friends that told me that Blu-ray that the Blu-ray player was going to be the demise of the PS3? Sorry, one more thing. 
why the hell do we have a limit on friends of knowing game XNB? Like, rant. Peace. <laughs> Assassinus. By the way, I'm smirking on one of those Xbox. What? Assassinus? Yes. And then he says, uh, by the way, I'm smirking at one of those Xbox friends as I type this. <laughs> With a little oh, smiley why face. why does there have to be a division between the Xbox friends and the PS3 yeah. friends? Can't we all just get along? You might offend Jared making fun of the Xbox. Yeah, I mean, where else is he going to get his emo steampunk? Didn't I just tell that company to go fuck a goat before we started this? Yeah, but you'll come back really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, um... We there has been absolutely nothing about eight days since they first showed that trailer. Nope. Nothing. They haven't said it's been canceled. They haven't said it's still in development. Nothing. We're we're just as blank as you are. I honestly don't even remember it. I wasn't I, that the I trailer. Hearing it. I, no, yeah, that, I, no, that was the trailer that had the two guys yeah. running from the blowing the, from the exploding tanker oh, truck. Oh yeah, yeah, the tech yeah. demo. Yeah, that was it. That was all we know from but that game. But they said game. it was going to be a game. It was that gas station that they blew up to show the power of the cell. Yeah. With uh, all the particle effects and everything. I don't even remember. Which is retarded. But. <laughs> you know, I did hear something about that, that it's still in the works, but that's about all I heard. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and uh, to a second question, probably, and we hope so, very soon. Yeah. Actually, I think it will be very soon. I, I think... That both of them have already said they're going to go Blu-ray. I don't think they, yeah, they haven't officially. They're, they're the, official the slow and painful gonna, death of HD DVD is becoming very yeah. quicker and quicker. Yeah, but it's basically like we're looking for ways out of our contract, so just sit tight. Well, I, I think <laughs> yeah. they both have outs in their contract for yeah. like May of of '08, if I remember right. Yeah, but with they, Netflix, they both, no, they both have like Paramount has an out in their contract. It, that specifically states if Warner goes blue Blu-ray exclusive, they can opt out of their contract, which they did. But I don't think they can do that until May. Yeah, uh, both Paramount and Universal are waiting till May to go multi-platform, and then they're probably just going to go exclusive very soon afterwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is—it's pretty much over. It's inevitable. Yes, looks like the uh, seventy nine ninety nine HD DVD add on from Microsoft didn't really help the cause much. <laughs> I'll buy one when they get down to forty bucks just to have it in my collection. I won't. J- just so you can put it in your museum. Hey, look at this poor little bastard. <laughs> I'll put it next to the Virtual Boy whenever I buy one of those. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no, well, you know, there's a couple HD DVD titles I want, like Serenity and Smoking Aces, and yeah, but I bet you, you know, anything. Smoking Aces, really. Smoking Aces yeah. was good, dumb fun. And it looked great. Okay, yeah. It's not a masterpiece. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, Twisted Metal Head On, did anybody play this game? Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lots. As I, as I bluntly changed the subject. Yeah, so... Uh, I know myself and Jared watched all the the extras and everything else. I don't know how far you got into it, Mark. Um, actually, I watched a lot of them. Oh, I watched my God. all the okay. movies and stuff. Guys, do not buy this for the game. Do not buy this for that documentary. If there is one reason to buy this game, it is the never-before-released uh, endings to the original oh, Twisted God, Metal. No. We have seen 
We have oh, seen geez. some bad FMV in video games in our lifetime. I think we all have, from Warhawk to uh, Fangoria Night or whatever it was called. Sword Night Shark Trap. and... Jesus. Nothing will prepare yeah. you for these. These look like public access TV shows. <laughs> I mean, and not only that, it's also blatantly obvious that they got the video from these from a... VHS tape that has been sitting in David Jaffe's closet for the last oh, yeah. 10 years. Probably. And I mean, he and, even talks about him on the documentary saying he thought he was making the, these great <laughs> endings at the time and now you look back on him and he's like, ugh. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> they, they, they are so bad anyone? that my wife had to leave the room. I am not even kidding. <laughs> She's like, I, the if you're going to watch one? another one, I cannot sit here. <laughs> the best one is by far Sweet Tooth. Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sweet Tooth is good. Spectre is great too. <laughs> He's wearing this bad Miami Vice sport coat. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, oh, I mean they're great to have they're, on there. They're they're really, awesome. They did they're, pack the disc and in if there. Anybody I mean, at Eat Sleep Play <laughs> ever sees David? Yep. I'm sorry. I'm coming into this a little differently because I haven't played a Twisted Metal since Twisted Metal Two on the PS1 back when it first came out, and I was in college. I didn't have a I never played any of the other ones on PlayStation 1 and I didn't even get a PS2 until a couple years ago so I just never got into Black or Black Online and I got my PSP a couple months ago so I never got head on for that. So to be perfectly honest, my very first impression when I started playing it was well, at least it was only 20 bucks. <laughs> but the more I played it, the more I just absolutely started to fall in love with it. I mean, I'm not going to say best game ever, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, it's yeah. it's not a pretty game. I mean, it is a PSP port, so I think the models, are for the most part, are okay, except for a few things, but the textures kind of suffer a little bit. The black stuff looks a yeah. lot better. Yeah, this the head-on portion of this game is not the, uh, the best-looking game in your library. It is a no. PSP port of a game that is now three years old. So, but it well, runs. I mean, they, they up the frame rate to sixty. Yeah. They said they actually up, up res the textures a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it's super smooth and uh, controls really well. I mean, that was always one of my knocks because I, I was playing that on the PSP Fat. But um, you know, playing this, you finally get the control that you really wanted out of the game. Yeah, it took me a little bit and, to get um, used to how it controls because it's different than I expected, and I've been playing a ton of Burnout too, so it kind of threw me off. Yeah. But yeah. once I got used to them, the controls are so friggin' awesome. I mean, you can basically, like, jump, turn around, spin, do whatever you want. Yep. I love it. And it actually, my wife started playing the co-op part with me, and I kind of figured she'd get frustrated and quit because the controls were kind of odd. But she actually picked it up faster than I did. So, hey, that's cool. That's because she's smarter than you. This yeah. is true, actually. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, with so with this package, you do get you get the fully ported over version of head-on plus an extra bonus level in head-on and you also get uh what is what they're calling twisted metal black the lost levels you get four unreleased levels from the penned sequel that they were going to do for twisted metal black uh but that just never came to fruition and um it's just so much content for 20 bucks that's the best thing i can say about it you are get the bang for your buck on this is quite astounding Mm -hmm. indeed and the, and the other cool thing is is um, you know they have that that asylum piece where I didn't like that. Well, no, yeah. but it, it's kind of neat to see because it's it's halfway through the development process, kind of, 
and to see how it would have been if they would have brought it out. And, and actually, thank God they didn't do that where your sweet tooth running through this asylum and everything because to me, that's not a Twisted Metal game. Twisted Metal game is in the vehicle blowing the shit out of stuff. And to to go too far and to try to make it something that it really shouldn't be, I think would have made a poor game. But it's kind of neat to see that they still had all these assets and everything that they could put in enough where they could use that to go around and, and see these little snippets about the game. Um, so I, I kind of enjoyed that. I took a little bit out. That's the first thing I did when I popped the disc in. Um, the documentary is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really... I was... It, I was dumbfounded by a few of the things they said. I really never knew a lot about the series. Well, you or, mean like David Jaffe wanted to um, drown a baby in a video game? <laughs> that That's... <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So, it's kind I of, mean, it, um, one more thing. Well, it's it's, a, kind it's of funny a great documentary. That, it's kind of funny that to keep the game from getting... This version of the game to get the M rating, they're still talking about him drowning a baby, but they bleep out the word baby. <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that was kind of weird, too. Um, no, I, I, that documentary is great and, uh, it was longer than I expected. Um, and they have some of the fan stuff towards the end of it and everything else. Um, but yeah, the game itself, I mean, this is definitely worth 20 bucks. Oh yeah. Oh, far. I mean, I've paid 20 bucks for a lot worse and this is a great game. It's one that I've been playing quite a bit. Um, trying to get through, you know, the, the kind of the story mode and everything else. They're not really story, but well, the campaign, well, uh, just trying to get through some of the stuff. Right yeah. Before. The, the thinly veiled story, but, um, yeah, it's it's really well done. They put some new lighting effects in. It it, it just looks nice because you finally have it on a bigger screen. It's very smooth. And, um, yeah. I mean, I know you're going to bring it up, but, you know, I do have the PSP version, and I have played the PSP version online. Yeah, I miss online, but, again, it's a $20 game, and you're getting a lot of bang for the buck. And it, Jaffe kind of put it... Uh, put it to you a little bit in the documentary when he said that, you know, this game was made to be a split screen play against your friends or play with your friends kind of game. And I can, I, I can see where this is going to be a lot of fun doing that. That so, is, I, I gotta, I gotta call his bluff there because that is my biggest complaint with this game is that I have a multi-tap for PS2 and Twisted Metal Black had four player multiplayer and this doesn't, which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, that is a little odd. <laughs> But, I don't know, the way I look at it, you know, lack of online, lack of, like, you know, super multiplayer, split screen, so what? 20 bucks, tons of stuff in there. It it takes me back to the old games. Yeah, if you're, I mean, obviously if you're Twisted Metal fans, there's tons of shit in here that you're going to want to see. And for me, who's like, I guess, a casual fan, if that, I'm still having a blast with the game, because the game's fun, the stuff is interesting, some of the stuff like the, the Sweet Tooth Asylum level interesting tidbits but i think you get more out of it if you're a fan but if nothing right. else is 20 bucks to whet your appetite for the big secret yay <laughs> the big secret Ooh, yeah that was not, cracked a, not a very like big secret three, three minutes <laughs> i actually um i sent jaffe and i am and i basically said hey wait a way to sell that big secret on our show and then 20 minutes later some what what was it like friendless what i don't remember what you said like friendless dudes on the internet figured it out (laughs) not just friendless dudes on the internet game facts figured it out (laughs) yeah but i i kind of knew right when he was talking about when he was trying to hint at without telling us anything about the next game that they were doing that he was going to be doing the next twisted metal but i am i'm so stoked 
Yeah. For what they're going to do with that. Yeah. With Shouldn't that we uh, say what it is for anybody who doesn't know? Twist oh, Metal yeah. Well, it's Twisted Metal for the PS3. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised they're doing it, to be honest. Um, I would have thought when they branched off like they did that they would want to try their own IP. And, I mean, that's kind of what brings the money in if it's a successful IP. But at the same time, you know, they're under contract from Sony. They're basically... From what they, you know, when they were in the interview with us, they they basically take these ideas to Sony and they kind of work with them on the stuff. So it makes sense in that respect, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Hell, money, I mean, money I can do a lot of things to people, Glenn. <clears throat> well, no, it's not that. It, it has, it's 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 about being a partnership, and they're under contract, so you know they have to they have to agree to the contract for a certain reason, and and they probably knew what they were getting into at the, at the time, but um. No, I'm I'm completely stoked. I mean, a a a, a, a twist of metal game built from the ground up for the PS3. That's that's pretty exciting yeah. for for a twist of metal fan. So I'm really looking I, forward to I it too. Well, I I could definitely see this. Maybe they're making head on and they're working on the port, and all these memories are coming back to Jaffe and Campbell, and they just go, you know what? We got we got to do something with this. And you know, maybe they just decided right then and there. You know, we want to do Twist of Metal Eight. That'd be fun. Or Sony came and came and said we'd like a twist of metal on the PS3. Okay, and and here's a giant bag of money. <laughs> yeah. So I got a question. It, so, oh, Mark has a question. Yeah. There's that whole thing in there with the the twist of metal black lost levels about the six key team members dying in a plane crash. Is that true? I, I was wondering about that too, and I'm not sure. I'm not either because you I, know when you beat the lost levels, you see the letter that was sent a year after they died and. That just seemed a little weird. Yeah, that was a little creepy too. I was a little uh, yeah. like, going, uh, "Is this I, true?" I or? thought that w- I thought that was a ruse. I mean, it, I something like so, that would have happened. Kind we of probably like, would have heard I mean, more if about they it. They really mocked up this letter for the game. That's a little uh, in poor taste. Did you see some of the stuff in Twisted Metal Black? It was pretty messed up. Well, like I said, true. he wanted to drown a baby, <laughs> but making fun of de- <laughs> deceased key members is, you know, probably not a great idea. But I don't know. That's why I wasn't sure if it was true or not. Yeah, okay. we'll have to find out about that. I'm really, I'm actually really curious about that too. So anyway, mm-hmm. okay. uh, personally, oh. I, I highly recommend this game, and uh, for anybody that that likes fun, go out and buy it. Twenty bucks, uh, support this game. It is it is quite a lot of fun, and you're getting a lot of bang for the buck. Yeah, hell yeah, great game. Uh, it, it's and a top on all the extra stuff that we talked about. It's super fun. It really is. It's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or if you want to build us a theme for the PS3 and <laughs> submit it by Saturday, February 23rd at noon Central Standard Time, you may win a signed copy of the game. Woohoo! And we're not the ones signing it. It's actually Jaffe and whoever else at Eat Sleep Play that's going to sign it. So. We, we, we should sign every game we give away. It's like, <gasps> love, Glenn. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> screw up anybody's game. They might want to trade it in. So. <laughs> Could you imagine GameStop like, um, we, we, we're not going to take this. Who's this Glenn dude? What the fuck? <laughs> it's Glenn Percival from the PlayStation Nation podcast. <laughs> oh my god! You get double credit. You get $6 instead of 3 <laughs> Ooh, and you have an edge card? Here's another 20 cents. Oh, oh those wonderful business ethics over at GameStop. So now we're going to do a little bit, like a little two-minute review of uh, a $5 game. Uh, Jared's mom? So, uh... <laughs> hey Sorry. Yeah, I didn't say three-minute cool games, so jokes, we didn't have to talk about Chuck's mom. Yeah. 
We'll we'll keep the Chuck's mom jokes going. Not that anybody knows who Chuck is, but that's okay. It it yeah, doesn't matter. Right. It's funny to us. That's right. Exactly. We just do this show for us. Yeah. Yeah, we ask all our listeners out there just just drop Chuck's mom every once in a while in a conversation. We want to get this <laughs> we want we want this to catch on. We want this to become a thing. Could you imagine if you're in a Starbucks one day, like 10 years from now, and you hear a guy say Chuck's mom? <laughs> My macchiatos taste like Chuck's mom. Oh. Okay. That would be actually pretty cool. That'd be like the new That's Hot. <laughs> now, we don't want to make it into that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, go sports skydiving. I had bought the Japanese version. I got through a little bit of it, but it was completely in Japanese. So I, being me, got the U.S. version as well. Tony and, loved you. Uh, it makes a lot more sense. No, it makes a lot more sense now. Uh, plus, I mean, why wouldn't you want to be Captain Rainbow? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, a big fat I, dude in a jumpsuit that looks like an Elvis jumpsuit with a big rainbow on it with this little tiny mohawk. <laughs> That's pretty hot. <laughs> All right. I am Captain Rainbow. You jump out of plane with me. And unsubscribe here and unsubscribe there. That's all right. All right. Like I said, we're just doing this for us. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I know you don't like this game very much. I'm I'm enjoying this game and not not really the formation piece, but the other one, the uh, the landing one. I'm actually enjoying that quite a bit. I'm kind of hooked on it. Um, I don't think I'm as hooked on this game as I am on the skiing. Um, but and I haven't played it as much. That is why I'm. That's why I'm kind of down on this one. I just keep comparing it to ghost sports skiing, and you know what's there is competent. It's just the controls just don't feel as tight. You don't get that same you know sense of speed that you do in ghost sports ski, even though you're let's see falling two hundred miles an hour out of a plane. Obviously, you've never skydived before. No, I never have. Yeah, you don't have that sense of speed either, unless there's stuff whipping by you. Well, I, I don't know. I just, I it's not a lot to it. I, I just can't get into it as much as I do go sports ski. So is it kind of and boring? Plus, it's, it's, well, actually, but you can play online, and you can actually do four players online with that formation thing, and that actually gets interesting. Hmm. I have not tried that yet, so I will hold judgment. Yeah, that that actually gets a little interesting. I've I've tried it a couple times, and uh, it was actually kind of fun. So, do you just see like the ground um, slowly the rising gorgeous. towards you? Like, there's no real sense that you're rushing towards it. <laughs> Oh, no, you get that sense, especially when you get lower and lower. Um, I mean, you definitely do, but you're trying to pull off all these tricks and everything as well. Um, I was... Okay, so in the end, it's five bucks. It's more expensive than go sports skiing. I think both of us really get a lot more out of go sports skiing to a certain extent. I mean, go sports skiing, I, I know for a fact that it really got down to where my buddy and I were sitting down one night trying to beat each other's times, and it just got really addictive. I don't see that same thing in the skydiving game. Um, like I said, I'm having a lot of fun with that landing thing, just trying to perfect the control. But yeah, the the formation thing, unless you're online, it doesn't really, it's not very compelling. Um, so it's a gamble paying five bucks for it, but it really should I mean, have been three. <clears throat> yeah, save the money for a good PS3 or PS1 game if they ever release any more on the PSN. Wild Arms. Yeah, you got yeah. Wild Arms, yes. Kinda. Some of the Crash Bandicoot <clears throat> games. Go. I don't know. Yeah, I would get Crash 2. Crash 3 isn't great. No, but... no. Well, Alpha is supposedly coming very soon now. <laughs> Street Fighter Alpha. Right. Although you could go buy the right. Alpha Anthology for PS2, which would 
be money better spent anyway. Yeah, and it'd probably actually be cheaper. You could probably get that for like five bucks. No, actually. Yeah, but you can't cop. It's uh between twenty and thirty most places. It's actually getting up there Damn. because it's hard to find. Yeah, what did I pay for mine? Twenty? Twenty five? It was like twenty five. Yeah, it was, it's thirty at GameStop used. I know that. I th- oh. I can't remember how much it was when it came out. It was either twenty or thirty. I think that might have been a thirty dollar one, but I think that was. don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it was. But yeah, it's uh it's retaining its value pretty well. Oh, it's a great package. Right. Definitely. Oh, it's a great package. I yeah, I I play the hell out of it. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Skydiving, yeah. You yeah. can spend your money on better things. Okay. Cool. Get pixel junk monsters. Yeah, get pixel junk monsters. So I, I know Mark wanted to touch on, on a couple more things with our Neo Geo discussion last week, and now I have a copy of King of Fighters Eleven because somehow uh, one showed up from Walmart. That's crazy. So uh, uh, that's that's just crazy. Sam talk. Walton's ghost must um, have sent it to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he heard about my new pickup truck and said, "Boy, you can spend your money on better <laughs> things." Here, here's your fifteen dollar game, there, Sonny. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I actually do agree with you, Mark. I, I am enjoying King of Fighters Eleven a little bit more than than Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, and I think it's the format. Yeah, um, where you're actually playing regular matches. I I normally don't like the games where you have to pick three people as a team, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I guess I'm just really old school. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I actually am enjoying it more than King of Fighters to a certain extent, but I still think Battle Coliseum's got so much to offer. Oh, it does. I'm not, uh, it just yeah. pisses me off when I get to that damn last boss. I think Eleven's uh, uh, a deeper <gasps> game, I think. I think there's a lot more to it. Um, one thing yeah. I forgot to touch on is the presentation of it is just phenomenal. Like just Great even music. Right down to the graphic design of how the, all the menus come in and all like the circular shapes and... I love everything about it. the yeah. artwork is incredible. Although uh, when you unlock Robert Garcia in it, he his artwork kind of looks like a uh, retarded um, Amy Winehouse. But yeah, other than that, <laughs> the artwork's Whoa, great. That's, that's that's pretty harsh, there, dude. <laughs> okay, wait till you see what his artwork looks like. I'm serious. All right. Wow, but, uh, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty high standard. You're holding it to there, dude. Yeah, Battle Coliseum's artwork is good. I like the character portraits when you're selecting, but I think the win portraits look terrible. Hmm. I really don't like. Yeah. The way they're oh yeah, they're definitely better on King of Fighters Eleven. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, they're gorgeous on that game. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I no, I I, I do agree though. I, I've played both of them quite a bit now and and just trying to compare them a little bit and yeah i agree i'm I'm actually enjoying king of fighters 11 a little bit more yeah but one other and i'm hooking the neo geo up down here so nice (laughs) there's a semi-important thing i forgot to mention neither game is progressive scan um capable or whatever or has progressive scan mode and the reason that's noteworthy is because the japanese versions were but these were actually any sense well, they were ported by a European company, and I don't think PAL TVs, because of the, the speed, or I don't know, there's something with, like, they didn't get as much out of progressive scan, which doesn't really make sense to me. Well, so well it was PAL removed. TVs are actually, they're, they actually display at a higher resolution than, yeah. uh, than our TVs, so that might, have, that might have been a conflict there. So It really depends. There's a yeah. lot of factors that go into that kind of thing. 
but they uh they pretty pretty much just ported the PAL versions for the US since all that you know making it English was done already. Um so it kind of sucks. Obviously it's not so bad if you're playing it on a PS3 and can upscale it, but right. if you're not playing it on one then you're kind of stuck in 480i, which eh not that great, but what can you do? Still a great game. Yeah, and actually just as a reminder, just as a reminder to people, you know, if your game, if your PS2 game does support progressive scan or like in Gran Turismo uh 4's case 1080i, is that the uh, only game on the that system off. that Is that the only game on the system that supports 1080i? I believe so. But don't quote me on that cuz for some reason I thought there was one other game that did. Um, but actually you want to turn that off and let the PS3 upscale it all for you. Mm. All right. And I, and I did test, I actually did test Gran Turismo 4 and there was a very noticeable difference in, in the image quality. It was kind of surprising actually. So, yeah. all right. and so, actually since we're talking about this, uh, you know, we had that, we had three different contests last week mm-hmm. and, uh, it was kind of funny to see some of the guesses, but, uh, We'll start from the bottom and work our way up. Uh, we're giving away three different games. Metal Slug Anthology for the PS2, King of Fighters 11 for the PS2, and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum for the PS2. And we posed three different questions to people, and we had those in the show notes and everything else. Got quite a few uh, responses. And we only had one winner for Metal Slug Anthology. We only had one person get it right. Because that one was kind of a guessing game anyway, unless you could look up the arcade legends and uh, find out what was available. Uh, but the three Metal Slug games that Trickman Terry has on his Arcade Legends machine are Metal Slug 1, Metal Slug 2, and Metal Slug X. Ooh. So KBK won that game. All right. Congratulations. For King of Fighters 11. Yeah, congratulations. That's actually quite a nice quite a nice collection. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. Um, for King of Fighters 11, we had quite a few people get it right. And uh, the winner of that one, oh, well, the answer was Shinkiro. And the winner is Kaylee123 from NeoGAF. Awesome. And uh, so congratulations to one of our NeoGAF posters. I think his name is Kevin Lee, I believe, if I remember correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you for that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, you're going to get allergic to Asians? You're going to make us sick through the internet. (laughs) Ew. I'm gonna give you a virus. Zing! <laughs> Alright, and moving on. Uh, and also, our, our last one was for Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, and the question was uh, from episode, what was it, 45? Uh, I mentioned Samurai Showdown 5 that I purchased, and uh, what did I pay for it? And the answer was basically between $160 and $170, because I couldn't rightly remember at the time. And the winner of that game is our good buddy, Industria. Hey. Oh, congratulations. <clears throat> Yay. All right. Woohoo. <clears throat> oh, wait, I actually had this all, I had this all queued up, and I was going to use this when I announced them. Too late. Damn it. Well, here, I can all announce right. something well, just, else, just... but it's not really an announcement. <clears throat> Um, okay, here you go. <laughs> if you didn't Life win these gas. games and you're still trying to find them, check Toys R Us. Um, NeoGaf poster, <laughs> the Takeout Bandit, actually posted that that he's had a lot of luck finding these games at Toys R Us. So check them. And I remember actually reading a little while back, somebody on I think Cheap Ass Gamer posted that a lot of Best Buys have the have a 
KOF 11 and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum for $10, but they're in like a budget game section. If you have like up by the register, if they have like those little cardboard racks where they've got budget price games, they found them in there. I never found them. Yeah, they've got those at my Best Buy. Do they? Because I've never seen these games in those at any of the Best Buys around me, unfortunately. Well, usually those those bargain bins have like uh some random bmx game for the game boy advance and (laughs) fantastic four one on the xbox (laughs) well sometimes there's good stuff in there i guess it really doesn't get much better than the fantastic four game damn right sure i'll tell you what um, if you want a fantastic four game go buy marvel ultimate alliance and make those your four characters there you go sure <laughs> but there is more SNK so, goodness on the way. Oh, I can't wait! I know World Heroes. Uh, yep, if you go to Amazon, yeah, that World Heroes collection is going to be awesome. Amazon.com. You can now pre-order World Heroes Anthology SNK Arcade Classics Volume One for PS2 or PSP, and Fatal Fury Battle Archives Volume Two. Um, all are fifteen, except for the PSP version of Arcade Classics, which is twenty. And I believe which I'm buying. Yeah, I may buy both because I they're going to be damn cheap. So yeah, don't see why not. I, I need that on the go. That that that'll be badass if they actually do those right on the PSP. I, I really want those. Big props to SNK for kicking ass for some of these yeah. releases lately. Now they they do tend to be a little iffy on their release dates, but Amazon lists these at I believe April twenty eighth, except for World Heroes, which is March thirty first. So, um, pre-order them. Which means we'll see them Christmas of 09. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe they've gotten better. (laughs) Who knows? Knock on wood. Eh, Maybe. (laughs) Is is this radio allergy syndrome here? Um, No, no, because these games will actually actually see these games. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, well, let's just roll into what we normally do here. And uh, I know Mark hasn't had much of a gaming week, so we'll start with uh, you, Mark. What have you been playing Yeah, I've lately? had a really busy-ass week at work with some long hours, so unfortunately I haven't had a lot of time. But I played a ton of Twisted Metal head-on. Um, yeah. Like I said, I fell in love with that game. So much fun. Um, but played a lot of Burnout as well. A little bit of Omega 5 on the 360. And we got Stage back one. Yeah, we've heard that before. <laughs> um we got back into Mario Galaxy a little bit because some friends of ours, I think, are five away from getting all 120 stars. And Damn. We, hadn't, we hadn't played it in like two months. We were up to 102 stars. So I think now we're up to 108. So just gotta get those last couple and then we'll be done with it. I think that's about Come all on, I played. Keep, keep chasing the dragon. Just keep chasing the dragon. <laughs> oh, also Earthbound Come for on, the uh, the Team Fremont book club. Yeah, <laughs> the Team Fremont book that's not a book club. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have Oprah's seal of approval? <laughs> but God, it, I hope not. That's Moe's. <clears throat> then it could be president. <laughs> so, Jared, what have you been playing? Uh, quite a bit actually. I had a pretty decent gaming week. Uh, lots of Pursuit Force, lots of Twisted Metal. Um, I checked out this old school PS2 game. I got it for five dollars at a GameStop. It's called Shadow of Destiny. It's a classic adventure. Yeah, there's a game. reason it's five bucks. I really like it. It's actually an adventure game uh, made out by made Konami? by the. Yeah, it's Konami. It's made by the Silent Hill team actually. Oh, I've heard and of that. Basic, 
Yeah, the story is your character is killed, and I guess he's sent to like a purgatory type place, and he's given special powers to go back in time, and he's basically solving the mystery of his own death. Hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty weird so far, and it's got some decent production values, although it's got that it's got that really bad thing that some games do where like the voice acting is actually really good, except for the main character, who's horrible. Horrible, horrible. And because he's so bad, he he ruins the rest of the voice cast. Uh, That's shitty. So, yeah, it, it is pretty shitty. You know, it's more, no more heroes, and, you know, just when you think the game can't get any weirder, you fight a superhero named Destroy Man who shoots a laser beam out of his crotch. And <laughs> what, they put me in the game? Holy crap. Destroy Beam! Alright. And, um... <laughs> Then some, uh, then some lost. Uh, well, not I. Uh, I picked up Lost Odyssey today, and here is the PlayStation Nation podcast. Fuck you to Microsoft of the week. Brought to you by Lost Odyssey, made by Miss Walker Studios. That's Lost Odyssey. Um, it's a four disc game, and here's the case: it's the three disc spindle from Blue Dragon, and the fourth disc is in a paper sleeve. How cheap can you get? <laughs> Well, they could have given you all four discs in a paper sleeve and give it to, given it to you in Sweet Tooth's brown paper bag. You have no idea how much I've coveted this bag! <laughs> you just don't understand! Yeah, but so I'm pretty ticked about that, but I, I'm very excited to finally get started on that game. And well, it wouldn't be a big deal if the, the Asian version didn't have that fantastic thick case that actually has like the swinging disc holders in it for all four discs. Yeah. It's just Fuck insane. You. Fuck you, Microsoft. Confirmed Microsoft loves Asia more than they love us. Yeah, too bad Asia doesn't love them back. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. true. Maybe we'll Zing. win them over with this fancy case. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's see, anything else? Um, Why are you asking us? You're the one that played them. I know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking aloud. Uh, that, that's about it. Nothing else really new. Alright. Uh, myself, I've actually been playing buy a new pickup truck because you crashed yours. So You too? <laughs> um, Dude, that's a yeah. fun game. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Call of Duty 4 on the 360 as usual. Uh, just trying to level up. I got up to 40 now. Yeah. Almost to 41. I'm probably ah. one match away from 41. Fuck you, Xbox um, Live. I am so sick of Xbox Live. I'm serious. I, I've seen game lobby closed so many times that I think that, that that's a feature in the game. Uh, I, I I literally, lobbies never stay open past one match. It's just ridiculous. Uh, and also, yes, there are a lot more children on live. Holy crap. How about the fact that you um, and me have tried like three goddamn times to get into a room together and we can't for no inexplicable reason. Yeah. We we have constant connectivity problems, like trying to get people in a party, and I mean, there's some things like that on PSN, but nowhere near as much. I'm sorry, I, you know, I might sound like a fanboy or something, but the, I'm telling you flat out, I've played a ton of Call of Duty Four on both platforms. I honestly love it on the PS3 way more than I like it on the on the 360. I like the controller better. I like the length of the of the analog sticks because you get a lot more finite uh, aiming precision. Um, it plays better over PSN. I, I I wholeheartedly believe that. It just I don't get as much lag. I, I've had sections in the 360 version that to slow down to a crawl, especially when there's smoke. Um, 
I'm sorry. I, I think it's a great game on both platforms, and I've I've on it, obviously been playing a lot of it. I'm, I'm up to level forty in less than a week, or what is it? You're a I haven't sick even had bastard. it two weeks yet. Well, it's all for that. I'm going to trade the game in after we're done with the TFL thing. But um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, I've been playing a little bit more Burnout Paradise, not as much as I want to. Uh, played a lot of MLB 07 uh, over the weekend, kind of gearing up for MLB 08 and getting the demo tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, by the way, we're recording on Wednesday this week. So um, <laughs> playing, uh, actually, I downloaded today off the Japanese PSN Motor Tune Grand Prix for the PS1. Which is a uh, I, we th- I think it was a launch title, right, Mark? It was pretty close. Wasn't to that launch. the game Polyphony Digital made before Gran Turismo? Yeah, that's what I we were so. mentioning before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the characters are like these little animated characters. Like the, one of the cars has a little face on it and everything else. Um, I mean, for the time, it was it was a really well done game. I mean, really good frame rate all the way through. It never slowed down or anything, and uh, really colorful graphics, and really not really a lot of tearing or anything. I mean, technically, it was a great game. Uh, it plays really well still um you know you're used to the ps3 360 games of course it's not going to hold up in terms of technical prowess but uh for the time it's i mean i think it cost us 600 yen so basically six bucks Mm -hmm. uh very fun game might be fun to throw on the ps3 cart around with you Yep, it was about 280 meg, though, which was pretty surprising for what you're getting in the game. But uh, surprisingly, good music, uh, good control, though. I was, I was pretty surprised. It only supports the D-pad, because, so, of course, oh, yeah. they didn't have an analog stick for a long time. Um, boy, what else have I played? Uh, played some Warhawk, finally. Got back. I'm getting back into Warhawk a little bit. I need to get back into that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of slowing down on COD4 a little bit. It's self-imposed to stop playing a little bit. Uh, I think I'm just playing that game way too much. The first step uh, towards recovery is admitting you have a problem. I'm telling you, man, Call of Duty 4 is so good. Um, we know, Glenn. We know it's good. Yeah, it's, it's not as- so damn good. <laughs> but you're taking it to a whole nother level, man. No, no, no. I'm nowhere near bad as like Double Arik, and he's on his third prestige, I think. Good God, man. Oh yeah, the, I mean, there's people on both 360 and PS3 that I've seen on their fifth or sixth already. I mean, these guys play for hours. You, you know what game we should sick. be playing? Unreal Tournament Three. Yes, you know I, I agree. agree. I bought I that damn that game a couple downloaded. weeks ago, and I haven't played it since I bought it. Well, I think February is going to be a good time because March is going to be insane. We're getting MLB 08. We're getting Hot Shots Golf. Uh, out of bounds. Uh, what else we get in March? We're getting um, we're getting uh, Lost Planet next week. Is that yeah, next week that already? Demo, I don't know. Damn it! Yeah, that's coming out on the twenty seventh. Uh, well, I'm I actually I'm poor. I actually got the demo before they pulled it off the PSN, and uh, I actually finally connected to a game. It's that game still doesn't do anything for me, but eh, it looks good. For some reason, I, I have you. I love that have game. You guys, have you guys ever seen such a crowded first like two three months? This it's, is crazy, no, actually, well, and I'm here, completely broke. It sucks. Same yeah, here, man. It does. Um, yeah, but, I mean, starting in March, man, this is just going to get crazy. So, uh, yeah, I think I think maybe we should deem next week the Unreal Tournament 3 week. I think that's Hell a good yeah. idea. I, I'm up for and that. And actually, there is a site that I found that you can actually download. You can... You can 
basically just use your PS3 to download all the mods. You have to have a USB drive. You didn't find uh, like that. A USB it was posted f- on VG Evo. Was that where it was? Yeah. No, I didn't say I found it, found it, and posted <laughs> or anything. I just found out about it. But there was one that you could just put a USB, uh, like a thumb drive in your PS3 and basically do everything with the PS3. Yeah. Uh, so it makes it a little bit easier. So I'm, I'm probably going to do that in a couple days. You have to make the file structure on the, the flash drive first and put it in there. And you can only do them right. one at a time because they're all named the same thing. So it's kind of, it's it's still kind of a pain, but it's not as big a pain as having to download them on your PC or whatever right. and transfer them over um, one at a time. And I'm, Actually, I cracked open. I didn't even realize that I never played this, but I got, uh, you know, the Tekken Dark Resurrection for the PSP. So I cracked that open and played it the other day. And man, is that good on the PSP. Hmm. Um, Really tight control. And it's fun to play it because I have the PS3 version as well. And and just to see how good it looks on the PSP and everything is kind of cool. I've never been playing a lot of. Well, I'm getting geared up for the next one, but I was playing a lot of uh, Pinball Hall of Fame Gottlieb Collection over the weekend on the PSP. And, uh, man, it still kicks ass. And then today, <clears throat> it was almost like Christmas morning again today. Um, Sony sent me a copy of Patapon, the U.S. version of Patapon for the PSP for review. So I got to play a little bit of it before we recorded. And uh, so far, I'm, I think I'm going to get addicted to this. I'm not sure, but I think I'm going to get addicted to it. And I normally don't like rhythm games. And basically, that, that's what this is. It's a rhythm game, but you have to learn different little songs and they're, and they're basically four or five button presses for a song and each one of the little songs makes them do something hmm. like attack or move forward or do you know do defend or whatever and all of them are in the book already you don't have to learn them or anything like that you don't have to find them uh, they're all in the book uh, the graphic style is amazing it is so unique and so cool. Uh, I'm just really loving the graphic style. Um, the music is really neat. It's it's very entrancing. It's it, you really get into it. Um, I, I think this is going to be another one of those games that you really want to play with headset, uh, just because then you can really hear what's going on. Um, I only got about 20 minutes into it so far, but I I, I have a feeling this is going to be one that I'm going to get addicted to. Uh, and then of course, Wipeout Pulse for the PSP. I'm Jeez. just having a blast with it. So I need money. Yeah. Yeah. If only, yeah, if only, I mean, Mark, aren't you just so stoked that Sony keeps sending us all these great games? I mean, it's just fantastic <laughs> for you and me. It's, I love it. I am, yeah, two. Yeah, two. All these games, two. Yeah. Well, you, you. You! Yeah. Yeah. You! Well, you're best friends with David Jaffe. Have him send you something. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, what I do is when these two games that I've been sent, I usually play them when I'm, when I'm editing the show and letting it encode so I can upload it to the, to the server. Anyway. Okay. What he's trying to say is he works very hard. <laughs> and, and we love you for it, Glenn. We really Aww. do. You're the best right. damn co-host a guy could ever have, man. So I guess I guess I actually did play a lot of games this week. Holy crap. Yeah. So on to the news. The news. What, the news yet? Man. No, right. we're going to do it now. And actually, here's, here's the new theme for the news. Are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> are, is, are, you, are you pulling the chain there? Or are you actually going to play that? What? Are you are you pulling a chain there? Or are you actually going to play that every day? 
Find out next week on the PlayStation Nation podcast. Oh, God. Okay, well, I, I know Mark's excited about the first one because uh, even Yay. though I saw this on the internet, he had, he had to actually message me about this. So, Mark, take it away. Aw, that's nice of you. King of Fighters 12 is going to be shown at the AOU show in Japan, which I, is it this weekend? I think it is. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, dang it, the page isn't loading right now. But <laughs> uh, here it comes. <laughs> It's oh, elevator uh, music. Okay, here we go. Yes, it's going to be shown this weekend in Japan, but in video form only. Now, uh, SNK has been working on this quite a while because, much to everybody's sheer glee, they're actually redrawing all the sprites. Um, no actually, way. Yeah, I don't know if they'll actually be high res, but probably at least like Guilty Gearish looking high res, which will be really nice as long as they put enough animation into it. Um, I can imagine that's quite an undertaking since King of Fighters 11 had like almost 50 characters. I'm sure this one won't have quite as many, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, the even bigger news is that a PS3 port and possibly a 360 port will follow in 2009. That is Yay. awesome that they're already saying that. And at first I was like, but all these other arcade games keep going to the 360. Why the PS3? And then I realized because the PS3 is doing a lot better in Japan. Um, I mean, not to slight the 360 oh, yeah. here, because they are actually getting a lot of Japanese arcade ports, but the PS3 is outselling it so much, it's still kind of surprising. But yeah, I wouldn't be too surprised if, you know, King of Fighters 12 actually got a 360 port too. But yeah, I'm excited. You guys should be too. Uh, frankly, if, if a Japanese company is porting a Japanese game to the 360, it's for the American audience. Yeah. Or they were shoveled loads and loads of money. Money hats. Yeah. Currently, Hironobu <laughs> Sakaguchi is swimming in a giant vault of gold coins like Scrooge McDuck used to. <laughs> he should be, though. I need one of those. <laughs> a giant vault of money? A Sakaguchi? I wouldn't yes, mind a giant nice. vault of money. <laughs> I gotta stop buying expensive trucks right. and wrecking them. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the words of Monty Python, PS2 backwards compatibility, it's not dead yet. <laughs> I'm feeling better. I feel, I feel happy. happy. I feel happy. Bam. So, um, in the latest issue of EGM, there's an interview with uh, SEEA Senior Marketing VP Peter, Peter Dilly and the director of the PSN Operations, Eric Limpel. Limpel, Limpel, I don't know. Uh, and they're kind of hinting that the backwards compatibility isn't completely down and out. Uh, they kind of go through the, the, the talks that basically everybody's kind of been hinting at, and that is, you know, there's a lot of things that they can do in terms of emulation that's completely software-based. Um, and, I mean, we saw that, that job posting out there about three, four weeks ago in terms of um, looking for somebody that, that can work on backward compatibility and emulation for PS1, PS2. So they're kind of hinting at the fact that they're going to take the chipsets out of all the uh, the upcoming PS3s and do something with emulation for PS2 backward compatibility. So it's all hinted at, things like that, but you never know. So right now it's all rumor, all conjecture, but they're kind of hinting at it, so... You know, normally if you're seeing them kind of talk about it, it's probably going to happen eventually. I think it will. So do I. It's it's a logical step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just hope they don't do it like Xbox 360 does, where you have to download a little file every time. Oh god, yeah. you might have to. So annoying. 
But I think eventually we're going to see a PS2 download service like the PS1 games. But not for quite a while, not till the PS2's been actually dead for a few years. Yeah. I mean, right. Hey, there's nothing more Sony would want than to take these just files that have just been sitting around and not making them any money and put yeah. them on a download for $10 and get some cash quick. Well, they really could do that with some of the early games already. I mean, yeah. finding a copy of Ico, Eco, whatever it is, is isn't always the easiest feat. So it took having me it five on years. There, really? Well, they, wow. I, I didn't really look. It's just yeah. I finally found one after five years. <laughs> wow. I think I have one down the street at the store I'm by. Huh. Go pick it up. Good. It's not my type of game. I played the demo and I, yeah. I enjoyed it, but it's it's not something that would keep my interest. I it's another one of those games where I really appreciate what's being done on on it, and it it does really kind of woo me, but it just wouldn't hold my interest. Yeah, I, I'm in the same it won't boat hold actually. Your interest, but it it, it won't hold your really. interest, but it does woo you. Well, it's one of those where I really like the graphic style. I really like that. They kind of took a departure from a lot of the standard platformer puzzle type of thing. Uh, I mean, it's really a unique type of game. Well, the atmosphere in the it's game something is just that fantastic, I don't... too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, But it's something that I know if I started playing, I wouldn't want to finish yeah, it. Yeah, gameplay-wise, I just couldn't do it. I like... Uh, I mean, I love Shadow of the Colossus, but this one didn't do it for me. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been playing some eco, and I'm playing it for the... For the presentation, I don't think the gameplay is really all that in a bag of chips. Hmm. That's the MTV generation. Okay. <laughs> so, Jared, uh, I heard they sold a lot of PS3s in the United Kingdom. Yeah, they have, actually. They've sold one million PS3s, uh, as Sony has announced. And not only that, it has actually sold a million PS3s quicker than they sold a million PS2s in the United Kingdom. Which is actually pretty shocking when you consider that a PlayStation 3 in the UK costs like 800 US dollars or something like that. Something ridiculous like that number. Um, but yeah, and this is due to strength. Like they've got some really nice bundles there. I think they have a bundle that right. has resistance and I think it was Ratchet in a box along with two controllers for like 800 US dollars. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I thought it was Resistance and Motorstorm. It was Resistance and Motorstorm? Okay. They got Ratchet. I'm not sure. No, yeah. they, they have a new one. I think that's got <laughs> Ratchet and Uncharted. Wow. That's actually a good Why bundle. don't we get cool stuff like that? We're because nobody likes us. <laughs> that's true. That's true, too. Yeah, and it is way cheaper here. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very true as well. Yeah, so, you know, it... What does this does this say anything really, or is this just expected path of the well, course? Well, I think this is another one of those things that you know you you hear a lot of negative press all the time. Oh, Sony's Sony's dead. I mean, we saw it on even on the VGO EVO chat where people were speculating that um, because it was kind of hinted at by by Ted Price that um, Insomniac's talking about maybe going multi platform on a couple of titles. And somebody on the chat room yesterday said, oh, that'll just kill Sony. The PS3 will be dead. And I said, you know, you have to look at the fact that worldwide, the PS3 did outsell the 360 last year. And there's no denying that. It's hard numbers. So, but, you know, there's still this mentality out there that, it, oh, nobody's buying PS3s. Well, that's because we're in America. I mean, in, right, America, in America, it's a, it's a different way. But in Japan and Europe, both. 
PS3 is doing really well. Yeah, yeah and, and in Germany too. Well, that's the thing. The uh, Xbox in Europe has never had a very strong. I mean, in in Europe, gaming is Sony. It's PlayStation brand in places like Spain and Germany. Those are really strong brands in in the in the European regions. It's just in America, it is pretty much all about Xbox 360 right now. It really yeah. is. Yeah, and in the 360 really did depends well on in Europe too, Lux- Luxembourg. The 360 did well in Europe. It just didn't catch on as fast as it did in the U.S. And that's pretty much all yeah, there right. is to it. It's not like it's doing bad. I think they're going to be neck and neck for quite a while. And then, you know, in Japan, Xbox 360... I kind of feel bad for Microsoft because they really are trying really yeah. damn yeah, I, hard. I, th- I think they'll be okay, Jared. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, they try so hard and they throw so much money around and it's just... They're losing so much money in that region. It. Yeah. Oh, well. They'll just make it back when you buy a $400 copy of Vista. Oh, gee, thanks. Or Blue Dragon 2. Uh, I will not be buying Blue Dragon Two. Screw you! I actually like Blue Dragon's Dragon. Revenge. Yeah, that that game was not good. Did you play it on hard? Uh, well, it didn't have any of the things I like about RPGs. The story was bad, and it, it's it just didn't. It, no, it just didn't grab me. I don't know. I like it, but I like. I don't know. I'm like a dragon more more of a, like a dragon warrior fan. Over Final Fantasy, anyway. So, yeah, it's kind of like I, that. I, I have high hopes for Lost Odyssey. So, I do too. Yep. So <laughs> next week on <laughs> Glenn, the however, is... Nation podcast, we'll talk about Lost Odyssey for two hours. <laughs> He's got such Ooh. emo in here. <laughs> one one thin no, that, strand that, that never no, that's moves. Tears of Ash. The... That's the look, yep. Jared. Yeah, as they showed us in the game. What was the one up the one up video review where they were talking about the one strand of hair yeah. hanging in front? Yeah, I think I think I'm going to grow one hand in the strainer and just not cut it for like five years so I can have one, that look going. One hand in the stringer? Is that what he said? No. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> one hand in Howard Stringer? Shame on you, Jerry. Ew! Oh, First you, David you are Jaffe, wrong. Now this. I tell you. <clears throat> Can't take this kid anywhere. Hey, what? Uh, what okay. Uh, <laughs> on, to the, on to the next. And uh, we're not even going to let Jared talk on this one because we know his disdain for this game. But, uh, I'll shut up. That's fair enough. It comes out that, that Julian Agabrecht uh, is kind of hinting at the fact that a fix finally might be in the pipeline for Lair and its control scheme. Uh, even going as far as saying possibly an analog control scheme like everybody wants. There's no fix for that piece so, of shit. Um, <laughs> that game was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, MC's had mine for a while, so I haven't played it for a while. Yeah, he's he but, doesn't have uh, nice things to say about it either. Eh, it'll be interesting to see what happens if they actually do go through with this. But um, it might help things. I mean, but that wasn't it, the, the control wasn't the only problem the game had. It it was the biggest problem, but it's far from the only problem. I mean, I just can't believe that they've waited this long. I mean, at this point, what's the point except maybe trying to squeeze some more sales out of the game and, you know, maybe, maybe who knows, maybe they'll fix some other things at the same time, but uh, it just seems kind of late in the game to be doing this. This reads to me as not, Sony probably just wants the layer to just go away and die in the corner 
And this Julie, well, this there's certain, egg brick. There are other people besides Nabokov fan that actually do like this game, and we like have you? a few people on VG <laughs> that really like this game. So there is a a a group of people out there that do enjoy it and maybe want to play it with this new control scheme. So I mean, just because you don't like it and the majority of the people don't like it, doesn't mean that everybody yeah, doesn't yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. No, but that's true. Stop. I mean, we do have Stop. some of the people out there that talk about it. If Besides Nabokov. Okay, Coffin. I will say if they put analog control in, I might consider maybe someday borrowing it from you to play. That's fine. For like eight minutes. <laughs> I own it, and the, no, that, and the game has no value, so... <laughs> well, no, I mean, the game has no value, so it's not like I can trade it in, so... True. I mean, I'll always have it. It's... They should just... They just need to focus on making something else. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I'm just. I'm kind of shocked that they're doing this now. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they do this? Well, like back in October like, or something. Like I, it just. It's probably the developer just being getting <laughs> sick of getting all this flag. I mean, Lair is a joke. It's a running joke in the industry. He's probably sick of that just, getting scorned. He'd probably like to have it fixed somehow. I, I, I it, this was all over the place, but I pulled the link for our. Uh, for our you know news here, I pulled off a PS3 fanboy, and I love the comments page because the very first guy, this guy Justin, says, uh, "Did some guy, <laughs> did some guy working at Factor Five wake up one morning last week and just sa- suddenly yell Eureka?" <laughs> hey, check out these two sticks, guys. You can use them to move the dragon and rotate the camera. Uh, Fantastic really innovation. Fantastic innovation. Yeah, ten-year-old fantastic ah. innovation. All right, enough All right. with the with the layer hate. Mark, hi. You sent me the link for this too. Did I? You sent me the trailer for this today. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, one of my favorite shmup series is no longer a shmup, but it's a strategy game, and that's okay by me. R-Type Tactics is coming to the U.S. courtesy of Atlas, retitled R-Type Command. Um, Sweet. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I read some impressions of the import one that say, well, they've been kind of mixed, actually. A lot of people said it's good, but the battles take too long with uh, like the animation for the ships attacking and stuff on. But if you turn it off, it actually speeds it up quite a bit, and it gets better. Yeah. But either way, May 6th, 40 bucks, which... I'll pay. It's a little high for a PSP game. Yeah, I mean, that's like the ceiling for PSP games, and I suppose it'd probably take a lot of effort because there's a ton of text in this thing that they got to translate, right. but I don't know. It's kind of a niche game. I mean, R-Type, it, it is one of the more well-known shmups in the U.S., but still, you know, making it a strategy game makes it even more niche. And Very few 40 people bucks. are going to buy this. Yeah, I would have thought like 30 would have been a better price, but eh. You know, what do I know? I'm still going to pay 40 for it. I love R-Type. I don't know. How much would it really have cost to license this? I think of it this way. Would they sell twice as many copies at 20 than they would at 40? Most likely. Yeah. It, yeah I think but that might would. not recoup the cost, mm-hmm. depending, you know, what the licensing yeah, and still... the translation fees were. I don't think they were going to recoup the cost at 40 bucks. A, a very, very small group of people will yeah. actually even consider mm-hmm. buying this. But this is also Some probably going to be supports. a very, very small print run, too, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. If you want it, pre-order it. Yeah. This might be one of those cases where those jerks at GameStop are right. Well, if you don't pre-order it, you're not going to get it! So, Mark, this actually supports ad hoc, so you and I are going to have to blast away at each other on this hexagonal uh, strategy game. It does? I missed yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it uh, actually supports ad hoc wireless. Unfortunately, there's no internet, but ad hoc is good enough, I guess. Nice. Doesn't say if it supports uh, game sharing, though, but I kind of doubt, doubt it. it. Mm-hmm. So, yep, we're going to have to play that. Most I'm buying definitely. it, too, by the way. I, I might buy it. <clears throat> You're going to buy it. I am? Oh. Well, all right then. <laughs> the master commands it. The, the master commands that you buy it. The Cade has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, while we're talking okay. R-Type, everybody should just go track down a copy of R-Type final for PS2. Indeed, I actually just pulled that off the pile because I wanted to play that today or tomorrow. Actually, it's not my favorite R-Type, and most fans will say it's not the best, but... It's still decent. If you have access to the Japanese PSN store, get R-Type Delta and R-Types instead. R-Types has the arcade versions of R-Type 1 and 2, and Delta is just probably the best version of R-Type in 3D. In 3D. Yeah. Hey, I have that on my PSP. Me too, Jerry. Yay! Um, I have... Uh, there isn't a game in my PSP right now, actually. Oh, snap. Fail. I only have a one gig stick. Mm. We haven't had that all day. So. I, I I bet. <laughs> 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 okay, so so new releases this week. Okay, so for uh, we've got the whole bases covered. We've got PS3 and PSP. So uh, on the PS3, we've got FIFA Street Three. Um, I don't think any of us Fail. are interested in that at all. Nope. I played the demo, and I deleted it 10 minutes later. How bad is it? Control was horrid. Um, you know, the first Street game for, for NFL Street was actually pretty cool, and NBA Street was pretty cool, but, man, they, the whole series has gone downhill, and this just did nothing for you didn't me like, at all. You didn't like Home Court? Uh, no, Home Court actually. No, I yeah yeah you got me. Yeah, I, Home Court is really good. I actually have that for PS3. Yeah. Okay. So uh, other than FIFA Street Three, we've got well, you know, it's it's popular in other places, I guess. Um, we've got Dynasty Warriors Six, and uh, one of our fans is welcome to review this because we're not Anyone? gonna. It, well, if I had the extra time and money, I probably would pick it up because I do like those games, but. I'm a casual fan. The last one I actually bought was three, but I love that trailer that they have for it. It's so cheesy and funny. Yeah, too bad the game looks <laughs> nothing like it. Well, okay. And last, how do you know? Have you played it? Um, uh, yeah, I have. I've played Dynasty Warriors three. No, no six. six. Yeah, I know. I've I've played I've played three. Thus, I've played six. Wah, yeah, right. wah, wah. So, wah, wah, wah. Uh, I try. I really do. Okay, really, yeah. that hurts my ears. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, and lastly, uh, we've got The Club coming out. And I'm actually pretty intrigued by this one. I really like the demo. Um, yeah, actually, I so, did too. I thought it was pretty cool. It's a great idea. Uh, I just want to see more of it, maybe see if there's like a story mode in it at all. or you know, Because I don't know if that, that gameplay is going to be able to just carry me through a random shooter where I just go through random levels. I think I might want some more depth right. there, but yeah, I think for me it's a rental or if I see it for twenty bucks someday. Unfortunately, yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, I still have Call of Duty 4 and Resistance and Rainbow Six Vegas. Oh, let's see. The other one's coming out in March. Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Oh, oh my God. Geez. It just never ends, does oh. it? No. I'm about to quit my job. <sighs> okay. And uh, on the PSP, uh, much to Jean Lidke's chagrin, we've got Dungeon Explorer Warrior of the Ancient Arts. <laughs> Even though I think he's still going to buy the game. Yeah, yeah he is. I, I, you got to love that guy. He knows the game stinks. Yet, he's going to buy it anyway. Yeah, too bad it's not like the original Dungeon Explorer 1 and 2 on the on the Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Those games were cool. Well, there's a DS version coming, too, and that one actually has online play. So, yeah. they kind of... I don't know, the PSP one had some extra stuff or something. I don't care. Stuff and junk? Stuff and junk. Stuff and junk, and yes. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. And lastly, uh, we've got Need for Speed Pro Street, which, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what's coming on on Blu-ray next week? Okay. Uh, we. Oh, you, you want to do it, Mark? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we've got Deep Purple Live in Montreal 2006. Dude, learn how to read. <laughs> Live at Montreux. Oh. Where's Montreux? <laughs> Montreux. <laughs> it's in Montreal. Yeah, it's in Montreal. <laughs> I thought that was a funny way of spelling Montreal. I don't know where Montreux is. I read it correctly. I just thought it was Montreal. Oh, like the French yeah. way of spelling it or something. Hooked on phonics work for me. Okay, where is Montreux? Montreux? Uh, yeah, where is it? Is that? I think it is in Canada, isn't it? I don't fucking know. It's the Mon. It's the Montreux uh, Music Festival. It happens every year. It's either France or Canada. Who cares? Industrial <clears throat> cares. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, Montreux. I mean, that Man- Montreux Music Festival is very, very popular. It happens once a year. It's this huge, you know all different types of bands and everything okay uh we've got in the valley of Ela, which is no idea what that it's, is it's that tommy lee jones movie about his son dying in iraq or something i'll take your word for okay, it okay we've got yes live in montreux 2003 we've got cool santana Himes for peace live in montreux 2004 oh my god in Switzerland. i just looked it up Oh, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And Himes for peace. We're informed. What is it? No, it's a heim. It's a hymn, like a hymn that you sing in church. I, I, yeah, I never sung one. <laughs> Unless you're a Scientologist. Hey, remember that one episode of Married with Children where Al Bundy was trying to remember the song and he kept going, hmm, <laughs> 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 Go with him! Go with him! That's what it is! Go with him! Okay, and lastly, we've yeah, got no. we've got Run La La Run in Mikhail Clayton. Lola. Yeah, I know. Okay. Run Lola Run and Michael Clayton. <clears throat> Run Lola Run actually didn't do as much for me as I thought it would with all the people talking about it. Like, oh, yeah. it's such a great movie. And I saw it on HDNet, and I was like, really? This is the big badass movie that's supposed to be ah it didn't it do a lot good. for me i saw it a I, year ago for the it first was good time. but it wasn't it, it was it was oversold to me what yeah. is it about 
Um, it's it's Franca Potent who is the girlfriend in the uh, what's the first Born movie, uh, the Born Identity. Yeah. Um, and her boyfriend, oh, I gotta remember what this is. Her boyfriend loses a bunch of money somehow yeah. because he's a crook, and he has to find a way to get like fifty thousand dollars in three hours. And she's just running everywhere, and it's basically all in real time. And it's like these three different um, scenarios that that it, that the movie goes through. Like you know, she goes and tries to rob a bank and get the money, or they try to rob a grocery store, or they do this other thing. And it's like totally supposed to be the, kind of this gritty crime thing, but it's her running everywhere, and it's a it's a German movie. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it's subtitled and everything. But it just it was good, but it just uh, I don't know. Yeah, my, I, mean, I, said, I think it was I think oversold it's worth to renting, me. At least, yeah. Oh, definitely, it's worth watching. But uh, just don't listen to all the people saying, "Oh, you have to see it. It's such a great movie." Uh, the exact same can be said about Michael Clayton. I saw that in theaters because everyone was like, "Oh my god, this movie is amazing." No, it's not. It's more George Clooney political crap. Was he kind of shaking his head to one side? Uh, a little, yes. Well, that's that's the Clooney factor right yeah, there. It, it's it's <laughs> not it's no it's nowhere near as good. It it's one of those movies that Academy Awards people love to watch. Yeah, it's it's all the self-deprecating, self-serving Academy Awards schlock that we always get to see every year. Yeah, it's it's crap. Don't even bother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Okay. Although I did watch Breach the other night, and that actually wasn't... It wasn't too bad, but it's one I wouldn't watch again. I liked Breach a lot, actually. Yeah, it was good. Okay. But it's not one I buy. No. No, it's it's, it's a one-and-done movie, but it's good. It's it's good when you watch it. Yeah. Mark, you watch anything good? Actually, what's the... Um, oh, we finally watched King of Kong. Oh, yeah. Ellis. Yeah, it was pretty damn good. I mean, I already knew most of the plot from hearing it reviewed here and on a couple other podcasts, but yeah, very enjoyable. Um, definitely watch the extras. There is some absolutely hilarious stuff in there. Indeed. The 15-minute yeah. life of um, Walter Day. Mr. The- Walter Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We <laughs> <laughs> just Netflixed it and... I mean, it's a great movie, but I honestly don't know if I would watch it more than, like, once more. I mean, it was cool, but once you know the story, I'm not sure there's a lot that would make me rewatch it. Well, hopefully we can make this a substitute for joysticks when, when Terry gets a little drunk up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We, we were talking about this. Um, I actually watched a Blu-ray this week. Ooh. Um, and... I'll preface this by saying, yeah, it was probably better than the first one, but that's not saying much. And I got this movie used. I think this is when I got in Madison for like 10 bucks. Uh, but I watched the Blu-ray for Fantastic Four Horizon oh, the Silver God. Surfer. Oh, I rented that Whoa. a while back. <laughs> it, um, that movie is crap. Yeah. I didn't it, think it was that bad. It's better than the first one. It is no, better actually, than the first one. No, actually, I thought the first one, one was better. Really? Well, the thing I liked about it, like, I wasn't expecting any more than a schlocky superhero movie, and I thought yeah. the first one got the campiness better, and this one, there were, like, the middle part of the movie was my favorite, but in the beginning and the end, there were such, like, overly overacted, cheesy, campy scenes that they just ruined it. It wasn't campy, it was just bad. Well, I, I had a so, friend well, try to 
I had a friend try to sell me on the Fantastic Four movies. He's like, no, you don't get them. They're, they're kids' movies. They're great for kids. And I'm like, I don't care. This is garbage. No, I don't have my kids well, watching think, Incredibles or something like that. Yeah, give your kids something yeah, good to watch. Definitely. The thing about it was, um, it was nice to actually finally have kind of a boss battle at the end of the movie that didn't last all of 30 seconds like the first one, because I thought it was over way too early yeah. in the first one. Yeah, they That's punched true. him like three um, times, and that was that was it. But I didn't like how they did it. Oh, I didn't like how they did it, though, with, you know, I don't want to give it away, but I, did, I just didn't like how they did it with the whole Johnny Storm thing. So I was like, uh, I mean, it was kind of a double-edged sword in that in that respect. Um, the Silver Server stuff was very cool. It, it was cool to have uh, Lawrence Fishburne's... Oh, wait. Yeah, was it Lawrence yeah, it was Fishburne's Lawrence voice? Fishburne. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to have his voice as the character, I thought I thought it fit perfectly. Um, I mean, the, the movie looked better all around. Um, <clears throat> the Blu-ray is gorgeous. I mean, it is fantastic looking not to throw a pun out there um just say phenomenal but but i mean just the product placement of this movie was ridiculous oh yeah that was bad i how bad is like give me an example well when that hover car that he builds comes out and it's got all the dodge stuff all over it oh my god and and johnny storm actually walks up to him and says looks at him and goes hemi and and of course mr fantastic actually says well of course i mean just crap like that just really took me out of the movie for a couple seconds and um the whole drama about the wedding and everything kind of got i think i think that really kind of pulled things down a little bit um i i do think this i mean it all around i actually did enjoy this one more than the first one to a certain extent um just because a lot of the f- the first ones in the series they always have to set the characters up so much that um this one you really got right into the meat of the, of the story and just really got going so, I don't know. I it, I wouldn't say buy this Blu-ray for full price unless you're really into the series, oh, though, no or really into comic book movies. Apparently, but, uh, uh, it was enjoyable. Apparently, Fantastic Four three already in the works, and I will give Fantastic Four one thing: it was better than Ghost Rider. Oh, that movie stunk. Yeah. Didn't see it. I, my oh, my mom it, wanted to see that. Mm. Of all people. Same here, man. I my mother. It on, my, I, uh, well, it's because it's Nicolas Cage. I guess so. And his bad hairpiece. Yeah. Don't look at my hairpiece. Um, Ghost Rider I watched in high def on HBO, and that was painful. I mean, it, it was literally like a video game, though, where there was just all these like boss battles. Yeah. He would go, it would go for about 10 minutes, and then he would fight. There was, like, I think four or five of these evil guys that he had to fight against yeah. and it was always just one of them would come after him and the rest of them would disappear. And I'm like, what is this mortal combat? I mean, literally a new was, challenger arrived. The crap out of the guy. Yeah. A new <laughs> challengers are, has arrived and like, he would just kick the crap out of him and then we go for about 10 more minutes and then boom, another boss battle. I'm like, are you kidding me? So yeah, ghost rider. Wow, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage is one of those guys where he is just, he's a really great actor, but he'll take any script. Well, no, but the thing about Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage was we're going to turn this into the movie guys all of a sudden. Phil Kohler's going to get pissed. The <laughs> thing about the uh, about Nicolas Cage in this is he is a huge Ghost Rider nut. He actually has a tattoo of Ghost Rider. Well, he's a huge comic book nut. He's been trying to make a comic book movie for years. He wanted to self fund a Superman movie with him starring in it. Yeah, in a black Whoa. suit that didn't have a cape. Yeah, I mean, come and on, he didn't fly. No, but. Yeah, Fantastic Four Blu-ray. If you can find it used and you really want to get into that stuff, it's worth it. But 
Um, I did enjoy this one more than the first one, to be honest. So I I disagree with with Mark. Okay, Mark, we you are wrong. Probably in this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Jared buzzed. <laughs> Ooh, you all right? You need to sit down. I feel a little woozy. <laughs> you, you, you'll get used to it. It's uh, it's it's a slow process, but you will get used to it. Somebody get me a Here, pizza. I'll help you out. <laughs> oh my god stop it <laughs> everything about that movie it's, is so bad it's dingo and the baby okay anyway All right. okay jared give us the spiel okay then so if you would like to uh email uh talk to us you can email us at podcast at ps3nation.org or you could also send us an audio file. Make sure to keep it under a minute or two in length and try to have it in MP3 format if you would. Also, you could also call us on our voicemail line, which is on Skype, and it is area code 920-626-4464. Standard long distance fees apply. Also, if you use Skype, and a lot of you now have Skype because you just got your PSP firmware updated, you can just type in w- firmware. What? Your firmware? I did not say firmware. Did I say firmware? Mark, did he say firmware? I don't know. Skype kind of went blue blue, and I didn't hear what he said. Okay, oh, good. Maybe that's what it was. All right, thank you. Uh, and if you have Skype, uh, you can also just type in WDT Torgo. Also, if you'd like to contact uh, Glenn, Mark, or I on a daily basis, you can do so by heading over to www.vgevo.com. A rapidly growing and totally awesome online community. Uh, we had the founder, uh, one of the co-founders on last week, Trickman Terry Minnick. And um, it's just a great site, and we want to have you over there. And uh, that is your housekeeping. All right. And then uh, just one more reminder that um, if you have not done so, please update your RSS feed subscription to make sure that you have the new one that points to ps3nation.org. I still see some hits from the old uh, URL, and and that's actually going to be, I think it's already dead. So, um, yeah, you might want to update your subscriptions. Uh, Also, don't forget about our theme contest that ends next Saturday at noon. Uh, all the details Saturday are out already? on vgevo.com. Yeah, it's next Saturday. Oh, Get your Christ. ass in gear. Guess I know what I'm doing this weekend. Um, you can actually just go to your web browser and type in ps3nation.org, and that'll take you right to our section of vgevo.com, or you can go to vgevo.com yourself and find the PlayStation Nation podcast listed on the main site. But uh, all the details for the theme contest are out there, and there's another th- uh, thread that Mark started. Uh, for any help that you need on theme creation. So we have quite a few quite a few different resources out there for people to try out. Mm-hmm. So Okay. So um we're gonna <clears throat> go ahead and wrap it up this week. So from everyone here at the PlayStation Nation podcast, this is Jared Johnston. <laughs> and only Jared and Johnston. You're supposed to talk now. <laughs> or, talk. Are we Come supposed on. to talk? Yes. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. <laughs> but Mark and I don't want to leave yet. All right, let's go ahead and talk more about comic book movies. No. No, we want to talk about Neo Geo. Hey, let's talk about this picture of Glenn that just showed up on VG Evo. Oh, the one in the chef Which outfit? Which one's that? <laughs> what? In the what? There's a picture of you you posted in the VG, uh, in the theme contest. You're in a chef outfit with like three chicks on you. Oh, well, that's not the one I'm talking about. Shh. 
Somebody posted a, a message titled, Is this Glenn or Jared? It's a Sunny Boy, a new guy. He found a picture of Glenn from David Jaffe's blog when he bought Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. oh when I bought Twisted that, Metal? That's not me. <laughs> yeah. Complete Jeffy, in your Jeffy Packer put thing ensemble. On his- <laughs> well, you know what? It was that—that that was the day last week that it was with the wind chill was minus forty out in Oshkosh here, and uh, I was just kind of sitting around. Packer like, jacket, Packer sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> Packer you know what? That Packer that Packer code has been to so many Packer games. It's been it's ridiculous. That's well, <laughs> all I had handy, but yeah, I had all my Packer gear on. But Jeffy called out on his blog and he said, "Hey, if you if you're buying the game, why don't you take a picture of it and I'll post it up here." And uh, I put it up there, and he actually, I was on IM with him later, and he said, hey, thanks for braving the cold for the game. Nice. <laughs> well, you look happy. So, yeah, there's there's a picture out there floating. I was happy. I got a $20 copy of Twisted Metal Head On, and it's a fun game. Yeah, Rock really, on. really great game, and you should all definitely go out and pick <clears throat> it up. Definitely. Yep, indeed. All right, <laughs> let's end this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got it out there. Jesus Christ. All right. Good night. God bless. Good night. I like watching fishing on TV. You ever? That'll make you worry about yourself. You ever watch fishing on TV for like 15 minutes and then just go, boy, I better get a life. I'm watching fishing. I'm not even fishing. I'm watching fishing. Too lazy to fish. I'm taping fishing to watch again later. Come on over. I got a fishing tape. No, a new one. And at the end of the fishing show, they roll credits. There are like 90 people involved with the two guys fishing. What are they all doing? And one of the credits is film editor. This poor guy. He's got to watch all the footage. It's not exciting enough to make it into that final show. That's got to be hell. He's got to sit there all day just going, no, 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 no. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Oh, 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 oh. Mm-mm, no. That was just the worm when he put the worm And I saw this credit at the end of the fishing show. I'm not making this up. Writer. I swear, there's a writer for the fishing show? What's he writing? Ooh, she's a beauty. (laughs) Typing it out. (laughs) Zing! Guy's got to worry about his lines. Finally catches a fish. You have a line. Oh, it's a fish and it's a beauty. He's a beauty fish. Fish is beauty. He's not a fish and a beauty fish. He's a fish and beauty fish. All right, caught... You okay, man? You need some water? Are you all right? (laughs) I couldn't do it any better.